Good evening to all my listeners out there in the world. This is Elaine coming at you. It is January 2020, the 5th to be exact. And I want to wish you all a happy, merry 2020. I can't believe we are in a new decade. And uh, who knows what this decade has in store for each and every one of us. Only God knows. But hey, we can always make our plans and pray that they come true. So, this topic is going to cover New Year's resolutions. And I have to tell you, I have to be really honest, I hate the word resolution. Resolution is something I haven't even used, I would say, maybe the last four or five years. I find that word to mean something daunting like it has to get done and if you don't get it done you fail let me tell you something you never fail you simply learn now I saw that quote before you never learn or excuse me well actually some people never learn but you don't fail you learn right so I like the quote I'm gonna roll with it But like I just hiccuped right there, some people don't learn, and uh, that's just life. So there you have it. Resolutions. I found that there are four very, very common resolutions that we all tend to make. And I'll give you three chances, but you'll only need one to figure out which one is the number one resolution that I would probably say 99% of people make. Have you guessed it? Exactly. Lose weight. We all make that resolution, quote unquote, to lose weight. Well, let me tell you. Most resolutions, less than 25% of people stay committed, right? Now, I'm mentioning that statistic because that's a quarter of everybody who makes a resolution. You don't make it. And it's unfortunate. It's a quarter of everybody. But again, here's the problem. This is my opinion. The word resolution means it has to be done or you failed. So let's change the wording from resolution to goal. It's sounds better it sounds achievable and um, we all have goals in life small goals big goals you know goals you want to get done by tomorrow goals you want to get done by next week so on and so forth so we all have goals so here's the top four goals that are mentioned this year as well so of course number one lose weight number two I want to travel more. Now, even if that's traveling outside your town, if you've never left your town, that's still considered traveling. But most of us have the idea that travel entails a plane, a ship, a train, and going outside of your state or even outside of the country. So a lot of people have the goal is to travel in 2020. Also, it's finding love now 
let's be real, finding love hasn't gotten any easier. Um, I don't know if it's gotten worse, but finding love, I mean, take it with a grain of salt. You have Tinder, you have Match.com, oh my god, you have Facebook and Instagram. People are sliding into each other's DMs and saying, hey, nice picture, where are you from? And it's like, well, hey, thanks for the compliment, go away. But you just deal with whoever it is you have to deal with when they slide into your DMs. But there's a lot of different platforms for finding love. You don't have to do it on the internet, although that is very popular these days. And there are people who have found the loves of their life on the internet and have gotten married and been successful. So maybe a route for you, maybe not. I'm a little old school, I'm a little skeptical about the whole online dating. I mean, it's like that show Catfish on MTV, I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but basically that picture you see, is it really that person? Is it that person's picture from five years ago? Is it somebody else's picture? And um, so I'm a little iffy about that, not really feeling the whole online dating thing, but that's just me. If it works for you, more power to you, keep it going, just stay safe, because there's a lot of for Cocoa Puffs out there who uh, would jump at the chance of um, playing you. And let's see, so that's three. The fourth most common resolution um, is to learn a new skill. So that could be cooking, um, painting, ceramics, learning how to play an instrument, um, learning how to dance for me particularly I never learned how to salsa and I'm hanging my head in shame I'm Puerto Rican I should know how to do this I can merengue I can bachata not my favorite dance because it's just a little too much and I'm not a big bachata fan don't kill me but uh, I want to learn how to salsa so instead of making that a resolution I'm going to make that a goal so I would give myself maybe by the summer to learn how to actually salsa appropriately because I have made myself look a fool not knowing how to do the steps and um, that's just something I need to work on that's my own self self goal is to learn how to salsa and so those are all the very most uh, the very common um, resolutions that are made again I'd like everyone to start using the word goal um, just so it sounds more achievable. Now, when you set these goals, mind you, this is my opinion and my opinion alone. You don't have to like it. You can have your own opinion. We are all, you know, have the right to our own opinion. But when it comes to losing weight, I find for myself and for a lot of people, if you set a really large weight loss goal in a short span of time, probably not going to hit it and I'm not trying to be negative but it's just a statistic that it's true you're going to set yourself a goal to lose 30 pounds in 30 days Um, one you're going to be really hungry like hangry hungry like I'm going to be very angry for nothing because my stomach hurts because I haven't eaten 
and I'm drinking protein shakes and soups. And yes, I'm losing weight, but I'm also losing my mind. So 30 pounds in 30 days, if you can do it, more power to you. If you didn't do it, I don't blame you because that's gotta be hard as anything. So what I like to do, because this is always a goal of mine every year, sometimes I hit my mark, sometimes I don't. But what are you gonna do, right? You're only human. So with that, I would say 10 pounds by spring break. That's about 10, 11 weeks away. A pound a week isn't too bad. I would shoot for that. I would say that's that's decent. 10 pounds by spring break. Just to be healthier, you know? You have to take care of you first. When you're a woman, you're a mom, you're a sister, you're a daughter. I just so happen to think that women have a lot of uh, responsibility on our plate. So to each his own, but I always feel like we as women have to watch ourselves first. That's not being selfish. That's being, how can I say, that's just being real. If you don't watch your health, if you don't watch your mental health, physical health, emotional health, um, you know, any kind of health, if you don't keep you first, you cannot take care of others properly. That's your your children, that's your spouse, your partner. If you're not there for them, who else will be? So you have got to take care of you first. Make yourself a priority. If you think you're being selfish, you're not. You're just making sure you are being healthy for you. Okay? You want to see tomorrow? You want to see next year? You want to see five years from now? Get yourself checked and always make sure that you are on point as far as your mental health, your spiritual health, you know, emotional, physical, every type of health. Girl, keep it sane. Keep it going. If you got to get help with, you know, any of these things, go ahead and do it. Swallow your pride if you have a lot of it. We always have a lot of pride that we don't need help. Guess what? Sometimes you do. And that's okay. And there's nothing to be ashamed of. Whether it's mental health, you know, physical health. Hey, you only have one body. There's no trade in here. You gotta you gotta maintain it just like a car. Sometimes your engine lights on. I think I have a couple engine lights on that I need to get checked out. You know, you might want to have someone, <laughs> quote unquote, uh, pop your hood. You know, us women, I think you know where we're going. And make sure that uh, all your stuff is straight. Okay. And then when it comes to travel, so I am a certified travel agent, but I haven't been doing that. Um, it's very time consuming and it's very um, frustrating. Um, you have to have a real passion for it and you have to have a lot of time for that. And as a working mom, that's one side hustle that I found was a little too time consuming. But if you like booking travel or helping other people book travel, go the travel agent route. That's an awesome, awesome um, place to be if you are an at-home mom. If you're working, I find it's a little difficult. Um, 
can you just have phone calls all the time with people changing their plans and wanting a better deal and can I match this and that and just get out of here with that (laughs) that's just me so um travel you know you really should be budgeting probably six months ahead that's what I learned as a travel agent you really need to be budgeting six months ahead and planning for your trip six months ahead if you really want a good cabin or you want a good hotel deal um just a little hint you know low season's always the best time to travel might not be the best weather but if you're traveling on a budget low season cruises that's the way to go and um you know even if it's just a quick three-day beach vacay or a staycation you got to take a mental break from work if you're a working mom um even if you're an at-home mom that's also a full-time job people might laugh at that and say oh you're a full-time mom you don't work i got three words for you and i'm not gonna say (laughs) not one of those three because it's it's uh it's not nice but um being a staying at home mom is a full-time job which actually should come with benefits but um that's just my take on that but anyways travel is very important resting your mind resting your body resting your soul is very important make that a priority even if it's just a little beach getaway get away you have to it's good for you scientifically proven you can google it google what's the best thing to do for mental health go away (laughs) vacation wise that's what i mean all right, now, finding love. Oh, God. So anyway, um, finding love. Now, me growing up, it was you met somebody through a friend. You were out at the club, which wasn't always the best scenario, but it is what it is. Um, meeting people at work. Um, hopefully not the same department because you don't want to. Um, there's a phrase for that, too, but it doesn't work out and you guys have to see each other every single day just saying sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't I've heard some real disaster stories so keep that in mind Um, online dating I'm not with that I am married um, but I have heard that it does work for people tinder match.com oh god even Facebook now has a little dating menu Um, people sliding into each other's and whatnot um hey you know what if it works it works but always be safe because there are some people out there with bad intent so always stay safe and if you can for a first date go in a group because that's good that's a plus all right now learning a new skill i don't care what it is seriously it's always fun to learn something new even if you suck at it if it's painting, if it's ceramics, if it's cooking, if it, it, oh God, just any hobby, fishing, if you ever wanted to try to do something you saw on TV and it was, you know, it looks like fun, rock climbing, um, you know, give it a shot. It didn't hurt. If you get hurt, all right, well, then it sucked. Don't do it again. If, or you could try to do it again and hopefully not get hurt the second time, but usually people get hurt, they stop. Um, but anyway, it's always fun to learn a new skill. Uh, 
that just adds adds to you as a whole. You know, you learn something new, and you can teach someone else your new skill. That's a good way to meet people and a good way to make a new friend. So that's a that's a, a bonus too. There you go. Um, so those are the four most common New Year's resolutions. Lose weight, travel, find love, learn a new skill. So that's great. Here's the biggest part is what I really try to get to. Let's not say resolution anymore. I hate that word. I already said that. But I'm just going to say it again. I hate resolution. Resolution works for like at your workplace. Let's find a resolution for this problem. Let's find a resolution for this current crisis. You can use resolution in that way. Resolution for something you want to achieve in the new year. For Pete's sake, let's change it to goal. Goal sounds so much better because you can move a goal around. Resolution basically means I'm getting this done this year. A goal kind of means I'm working towards this this year. It may happen, it may not happen, but at least you won't feel bad about it because it wasn't a quote-unquote resolution, right? So use the word goal. Does it feel better? I think it does. I think it feels great. Um, (laughs) That's just my take on that. Let's see. So anyway, that's what I wanted to say about that. And always, 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 always try to make sure that goal is for you and only you and to make you happy and to add to you. Okay, so we're going to end that segment. Um, that segment, I'm adding, I'm going to end this segment um, on that note and I'm going to come back in the second segment a little bit about uh, a little more about resolutions and goals and um, making sure you keep yourself a priority I cannot stress that enough I say that in my podcasts all the time ladies make yourself your priority you are number one you are number one you are number one keep it in your head ladies you are number one always because if you don't keep yourself number one you're gonna find yourself in a very in a space where you really don't need to be so it could be a bad space or it could be just an unhealthy place in any state of mind so girls ladies women keep yourselves number one prioritize okay you come first all right We're going to be coming up on part two for this podcast, the first one of the new year. This is season number two, and um, I got a lot in store for you. I got a lot of ideas here. Uh, I'll be covering that in part two, and uh, I'll see you on the flip side. the second part of my New Year's um, podcast called New Year, New Me, with a question mark. Uh, In our first segment, we did talk about our 
most common types of resolutions that people do make. Let me recap that losing weight, travel, finding love, and learning a new skill, which are very, very common. I did go over ideas about losing weight, travel, finding love, and new skills or hobbies that people usually gravitate towards for their new year. Now, as you see in the title, where I put new year, new me with a question mark, that was made intentionally. So these are my thoughts as most people come into the new year thinking they're going to be a brand new self. They're going to reinvent themselves and their year is going to be just spectacular, wonderful from day one to day 365. And what I wanted to cover was when I hear the comment or the quote I should say about having a new year and being a new person or a new me, what exactly does that entail? Does that entail new you that you're going to completely change all of your habits and, you know, all of the little um, nuances that you have as a person or, you know, maybe the, the personality traits that you have or are you just simply trying to say new year, new me, meaning you want to accentuate personality trait or accentuate um, something about yourself that perhaps you haven't been completely true to you and you want to be a true you versus a new you. So follow me for a few minutes. What I have noticed is in conversation with other women and men also, they want to almost change their life as a complete 180 and what I always want to ask but I watch myself because you have to follow you know and pick up on people's personalities and see how far you can go or what you can ask and not ask is are your goals to make yourself happy Or are your goals to make someone else happy? Are you not happy with yourself? Or are you simply looking at yourself as perhaps you can make some improvements in some areas, but it's for you and not for anyone else. You're not trying to please your family. You're not trying to please your spouse or your partner. You're really doing it for you. Now, what I do notice when it comes to weight loss, a lot of it does have to do with the person, individual themselves. Now, for me, weight loss has always been a goal because I have always struggled with it since after high school. Um, Going through life with its ups and downs, I have found that I myself am more of an emotional eater or um, out of boredom. So ways that I can figure out that I can probably reach a goal where I say to myself, okay, Elaine, let's say I want to lose 10 pounds by spring break, which is in March. Now that gives me almost 10 weeks to 
lose 10 pounds, one pound a week, which is pretty reachable. Now I'm doing that for myself because I try to remind myself that I have to take care of myself first. If you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of anybody else. Therefore, you come first. So I want all you ladies to think about this. You come first because without you, the other gears and motors that make your life work and make the lives of your family and your friends work will get stuck and will not work. So remember your health first. My health has to come first. I have to be there for my son, for my husband, and for my family. So I have to make sure that I'm keeping myself in check. Nobody else can do it but you, and nobody else can do it but myself. So that's where I start thinking about, when people start start thinking about uh, resolutions and goals for the new year, is it for you? Make sure that's who you're doing it for. Um, You know, if there's certain changes you want to make to yourself, whether it's a hair color or a tattoo or body augmentation, whether it's, you know, you want to get your breasts done or whatever your goals are for the year, remember, think twice. Is this for you or is this for somebody else? Because if you do something for somebody else, chances are, you're not going to be happy. So remember, new you is you, not new for someone else. Um, And when it also comes to being a new you, always remember that, and this is just my advice that I, again, come across so many times, is when you make a goal, If you put a plan together versus just thinking about it and just saying, I'm going to stick to it, I'm going to stick to it, a lot of times it helps to write your goals down on paper, not with a date on it, hit this weight by this date, which technically, you know, that's a goal you're setting, not a finalization. So for instance, writing down, I want to lose 10 pounds by March 15th. That's a goal. Now, if you don't hit your goal, it doesn't mean you failed. It just means you need more time. So don't take hitting, not hitting your goal a failure. It just means you need more time or to reflect on that goal. And let's say, um, just sort of adjust your goal. Maybe you hit five. Okay, good for you. Now, see if you can adjust that goal. And again, don't take it as a failure. Just you need more time. Now remember, um, you can always start again. Just because you didn't hit that date doesn't mean you failed. You can always start again. And even if you only lost one or two or none, that date doesn't mean it failed it just means hey guess what I'm gonna start over again and keep starting over don't quit do your best not to quit 
so that's always where I find that if you buddy up with someone or you know get some group support and whatever your goal is for that year it helps out a lot and remember remember please remember it's not failing it's just starting again you learn what didn't work you adjust and you try something new and ladies can I please tell you this and I'm guilty of it myself comparing yourself to others lessens you so stop comparing yourself to other women or even other men not everybody will have the same outcome you know if someone else achieved a goal when they did and you didn't that's okay that's fine applaud them give them a pat on the back and then you just go ahead and revamp your goal and you start again remember you didn't fail you just gotta learn and readjust I find that when you compare yourself to others it also can hurt your own um, basically your own ego your own self-worth and one of the things that I find on social media is a lot of comparison to others which is one of my goals this year is I'm looking at my um, app timer finding how much time am I on social media whatever platform it might be it could be Facebook it could be Twitter um, Instagram whatever your social media apps are and what I'd like to do is actually reduce it um, I personally think I look at social media more than I should partly is I do use it as a news feed I do use it as an event planner for where I live where a lot of people post events um, you know pretty cool events within a 20-25 mile radius around my town and I use social media a lot to find out what's going on through the week, the weekend, next month, etc. Um, but what I also find is sometimes people get down on themselves when they look at other people's feeds and see their accomplishments, material items, things that would like, you know, make you feel like, you know, you're not at that status which you're not and that's okay if you're not at that status that person did whatever it is they had to do by themselves or with their spouse or with their family to have what they have and that's okay remember you live only your life and try not to visualize your life in a manner that you want to achieve someone else's status because what you'll find is Um, a real blow to your ego and dissatisfaction you can find yourself depressed and I find that the more time people spend on social media the more time they compare themselves to others and I I'm thinking that's becoming an increasingly detrimental um, issue um, with the psyche um, for anybody male or female 
And I just wish as a society we would look less down on our phones and have more time to actually communicate face-to-face like we did before the internet was in fact created. So thinking about that, going back to the 80s and 90s where, you know, you had to pick up your phone and physically speak to, you know, get a hold of somebody else versus texting. Um, Texting can come in handy when you don't want to talk to anybody and you're juggling, you know, five balls with two hands and it can be a handy tool, but also it becomes a tool of Uh, you know what, there's less um, human connection. So I have that also in a previous podcast, human connection, and the lack thereof because of um, social media. And in a way, we need it. And in a way, I think we don't need it. Um, But this is a new age and social media isn't going anywhere. Um, but I do think we need to be careful about what we're looking at and how we're judging ourselves versus others and how we're judging others, um, with whatever they're posting and their pictures, because remember, everybody's different and it's okay. It's okay if you don't agree, but remember who are you to judge because you yourself are judged. Um, so someone can be looking at your feed and you're thinking you don't have it together and they're thinking they don't have it together when they look at your feed. So just remember, you're doing fine with what you have and that's okay. And people are doing fine with what they have. You are on your own journey and they are on theirs. So stop comparing yourself to other people. This is also a goal that I know a lot of people chit chat about, you know, trying not to look at too many um, posts or things that may make them feel a little less than what they really are, because everybody truly is a unique individual and a beautiful individual and a unique being. Um, And I am someone who believes in God and in Jesus and everyone is uniquely and wonderfully made and you have to remember that your life is yours and your life is beautiful so don't forget that and as always with my podcast I like to point out um, at least one song that has something to do with the plat the uh at the platform, the subject matter of the podcast. And as I was born in the 70s, um, I was in high school when this song came out. And you know, actually, I think I might have been, I might have graduated by then. Anyway, but it was Desiree's um, You Gotta Be. So I'm going to post that video up on my podcast Facebook page. Um, just so that you can listen to it. I may do the lyric um, video. I may just play the video itself. But it just reminds you, you know, you gotta be stronger. So, anyway, I'm not gonna sing it because I'm not a singer. But you can go ahead and check out the Facebook page and 
or go to YouTube and watch it. Remember, it's called You Gotta Be. Um, artist is Desiree, D-E-S, comma, R-E-E. And it's a great song. It just reminds you just to be you. Okay? So with that, let me just stay, say statistically, with resolutions, less than 25% of people stay committed after 30 days. And of that, only 8% actually accomplish the resolutions for their year. And if you change the word resolution to goal, people actually may stick to it a little bit better. Now, that's also uh, scientifically proven. Changing words can actually change an outcome. So if you stop saying resolution, say goal, because resolution means basically it's going to get done. Where a goal is something that is something that you want to achieve. But again, if you don't reach that goal, you can always start again. Okay? And I think that's it for this week's podcast. If you have any questions, you can always hit me up on my Facebook page, Adeline Ventura. I will upload this to my podcast page and my personal page. Um, And you can always hit me up on my podcast page. And if you like what you hear, please subscribe. I am on Apple iTunes and I am also on Spotify, Overcast, Stitcher. And I am very happy to know that through my feed, I am actually reaching um, other countries outside of the United States. So for those listening internationally, thank you for listening. And I hope you're enjoying this podcast. Uh, Through the year, I do have some ideas of what I'll be reviewing. Um, I myself, as a female, am suffering from a disease that only females can suffer from, which is called endometriosis. It is um, a disease of the uterus where the uterine lining actually grows outside of the uterus and can attach itself to many organs. Um, There are stages of this disease. And on a health note, um, please reach out to your OBGYN if you're feeling that you are having way too much pelvic pain or um, your cycles are irregular. I am in the healthcare field, as I have said before, and listen to your body. If you feel that there is something going on, um, please reach out to your doctor and get checked out. Also, um, I will be talking about politics as we are now in election year. November 2020 is going to be coming around the corner. We have another Democratic debate coming up uh, this month, and we're going to have our caucuses coming up as well. Um, I still, I believe there's six strong Democratic candidates to go against our current president, Donald Trump, uh, for the 2020 vote, Um, and we'll see who is coming out um, on the leaderboard. I believe right now it is uh, Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders, and Elizabeth Warren as one, two, and three. Um, And also, you know, we'll just talk about other subjects that come up through conversation. 
I do want to touch on um, the autism spectrum. My son is on the spectrum himself. He does have Asperger's syndrome, which is uh, quote-unquote high-functioning autism, and um, what that means versus a child who is neurotypical, which is quote-unquote considered normal, and how um, I can bring some light into the stigmatization of um, autism or um, any type of special needs diagnosis. I will be touching on that. I will also be touching on, let's see, more about uh, women's uh, rights. We do have Roe versus Wade still being a conversation in Congress, um, as we do have more Supreme Court justices that are um, Republican, and there is talk of a push to reverse Roe versus Wade, um, and that's always a touchy subject, so that'll come up later in the year. If you have any topics that you would like me to review, or you would like to be a guest on this podcast, please reach out to me. I have a um, email that is e for Elaine, e v is in victory, e and is in Nancy, t is in Tom, u r a thirty one at gmail.com you can always shoot me an email and I will email you back or if you are already on Facebook as a friend or as a friend on my podcast you can always send me a direct message or if I have you on Instagram please also use direct message to reach out to me if you have any topics you'd like to hear covered um, or if you would like to be a guest and we can always chit chat and see what you'd like to talk about. So with that, I'm going to say goodnight to you all. Have a happy, merry 2020. May all your goals be achieved. And remember, again, if your goal is not achieved, try, try again. Don't quit. And with that, have a good evening, and we'll talk soon.